You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. My name is Delaney Williams and I am joined today by Maggie Bertram. Hey Maggie, how are you doing today? I am good. Great. Well, I am looking forward to talking with you about our episode today and the session that we're going to be talking about. And we are on Unit 19, Session 4, and it's Jesus Was Tempted. And we can find that story in Matthew 4 and also in Luke 4. As we start this episode, we want to talk about the big idea of this session Do you mind going ahead and sharing what the big idea is? Yeah, so God's promise to send the Savior into the world came true when Jesus was born in the town of Bethlehem. He was recognized and praised by Simeon and Anna when at last they saw the promised Messiah. Last week, we learned that Jesus began his public ministry by being baptized by John the Baptist and that he did this to be obedient to God the Father. This week, we will learn what happened right after Jesus was baptized. That's great, and and thank you for talking about that and helping us see what the big idea for this session is. And I want to go ahead and remind our listeners about our Christ Connection. And so I'm going to talk about what the kids' Christ Connection is for this session. And it is, Jesus was tempted, but he trusted God and never sinned. Jesus is perfect and righteous, a perfect sacrifice was required to take away sin. Jesus was that perfect sacrifice. He died on the cross to free us from sin and to give us the power to say no to temptation. So now we've talked about the Christ connection and the big idea of this session. And Maggie, it's time for us to go ahead and talk about specific activities from our resources. And so I have a couple of activities from our preschool resources that I want to talk about that just some extra tips and reminders as well. And so in our older preschool resource, there is an activity called Introduce the Bible Story and Taste Cinnamon Toast. Isn't that going to be fun and great? Sounds delicious. So as a reminder, of course, you want to make sure you have allergy alerts posted For parents to see that. And two, just remember that you can use the loaf of bread from Introduce the Bible Story for the activity and in the activity of Taste Cinnamon Toast. And so another quick reminder, just a safety tip. Remember that only the adults should operate the toaster oven. You know, we want to make sure, again, safety, and that can get very, very hot. So making sure that the adults are the only ones using that. Make sure you have something also to protect your hands as well as you're using it. And then also, if you don't have access to a toaster oven, you can still eat the bread with butter and cinnamon sugar mixture. And, you know, anytime we've done an activity similar to this with cinnamon sugar and the toast, the children love it. And a reminder, too, if you have some children in your class that may have special dietary sensitivities or allergies, checking with the parents prior to that session would be a great idea just to say, you know, is there a type of bread? Or in in my experience, many times parents have brought bread for their children 
that is allergy safe and sensitivity safe. Because especially these fun activities like this, we want to encourage all the children and be mindful of that. And Maggie, I know with your experience in kids ministry and mine too, anytime we make that connection and we do something prior to the session to involve the children that, you know, especially like with food sensitivities, it's always been very welcome and very appreciated. And it helps to build a connection with those families. You know, many times we don't think about that, that allergies and food sensitivities could be a way to bridge a connection with parents. And so I want to encourage our teachers to remember to do that and to take advantage of that opportunity if it is present in your class. Then with our preschool worship, there is an activity called Decorate Water Bottles. So just a reminder on this, that with this particular activity, you want to make sure that the water bottles have not been used, that they're sealed, that they're brand new. Because as you read through the activity, you'll see that the children are taking a drink from them. So many times, you know, Maggie, whenever we're using water bottles as supply, it's usually they're empty water bottles, right? That's right. <laughs> so uh, that's what I wanted to highlight this to make sure to note for our teachers to know that these are brand new, unused water bottles that they're going to be decorating and not empty water bottles. So Maggie, those are our preschool activities I wanted to talk about. Why don't you go ahead and highlight some of our kids' activities for this session? Yeah, so for younger kids, there's a session starter called Prowling Lion, and it involves um, writing words on sticky notes and then sticking those to kids' clothing. So if the sticky notes aren't sticking to kids' clothing very well, you could also use name tags um, and write Trust the Lord and use them in the same way that you would have used the sticky notes. For kids' worship, the group demonstration is to um, brew a cup of tea so in a glass that kids can see through. But if you have a large group of kids and you're doing this demonstration from stage, you could also use a heat-proof see-through pitcher and then use multiple tea bags for the same illustration, but to have it have a bigger effect to where more kids are able to see it from further away. And then for midweek, one of the love options is called Fill Your Plate with Good Things. And so this activity asks for food magazines or takeout menus. And I would encourage you to check with your local library or like a used bookstore or something. Um, many times libraries will have out-of-date magazines that they can offer you. And then oftentimes people will donate magazines to used bookstores, but the used bookstores obviously can't typically sell those. So check to see with those two places if you're having a hard time sourcing enough magazines for your class. That's a great idea. And you know... Maggie, there may even be some church members if you, yeah. that have them. So if you're planning, hopefully you're planning early enough to be able to check with some church members and ask them. And also just a reminder to thumb through to make sure that yes, all the images, words are appropriate <laughs> uh -huh. for the children. So yes, there you go. That's so yeah, very important. fun and great activities for this session for preschoolers and kids. And so, Maggie, let's go ahead and talk about something that stands out to us about this session. Yeah. You know, we often ask kids and encourage kids to memorize scripture, especially within church. But this story shows us the why behind scripture memory, at least one of the whys, right? 
So help kids see that hiding God's word in their heart is not just about checking a task off a list or winning a prize at church or getting a sticker, but it's a way that we can actively fight against temptation. I like that. That's a great reminder for us as adults, too, Absolutely. is that we memorize that scripture, that we know it. And when I say memorize, too, that's head knowledge. But also, you want to make sure you make that connection from the head to the heart. Mm-hmm. Because when that happens, then we're able to apply it. And especially this with temptation. You know, I think about with this story, our younger kids and our preschoolers, temptation, tempted, that may be a different word. And that may be something that we need to spend time explaining. What does that mean? Well, really with all age children, making sure that they know what it means. I think it's important to even comment that, explain that when we're tempted, we're tempted when we want to do something we know is wrong, right? So... When you're tempted, you have a choice, either a right choice or a wrong choice. And that wrong choice is sin. And so helping them see that when they're tempted, they can choose the right choice. And even give a couple of age-appropriate examples of temptations, like specifically for preschoolers, I'm thinking about maybe there's, you know, they want to take three cookies when they were told to only take two cookies or something like that, you know, that's tempted. Do I want to take another? Is someone looking? Then also even just wanting to say something unkind or push a friend back when a friend accidentally pushes the child. And so again, helping them understand what temptation looks like for their specific age. What are some age appropriate examples? And so I'm looking forward to this session because of being able to teach boys and girls about this, what to do when we're tempted. But also, I think it is a very important lesson for our teachers, as every session is, but especially with this one that, you know, we teach from our overflow. The Holy Spirit's teaching through us, right? And, and we want to make sure that we make ourselves available, that we're open to hearing what He has to say to us as we prepare. And so I'm excited to see how God uses this session in the lives of our teachers and our leaders as well. Maggie, thank you very much for all your insight that you've provided for this episode and sharing with me. I enjoy visiting with you on these podcasts. And we both want to thank our listeners for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for Kids in Preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.